This is Jamila Blue from Conscious Michiana. Our purpose is to connect Michiana to holistic practitioners and mind-body-spirit events and places within our community. Today's guest is Michiana VegFest. We discuss the history of this event and how it has made a significant impact within the community since their beginnings just a few years ago. We also talk a lot about food. If you are not hungry now, you definitely will be by the time this episode is complete. As you are listening to this podcast, you may find that you are interested in learning more about the holistic resources within our community. For a full directory listing, please visit www.consciousmichiana.com. You can also find us on Facebook as well as Instagram. And we have a newsletter as well. If you are a practitioner and want to become part of our growing community, please join the Michiana Holistic Hub Facebook group. You may also subscribe to the Conscious Michiana website to add your bio and any upcoming events for free. If you enjoy this podcast, please help us out by leaving us some stars in a review. This will help more than you may realize. In the podcast world, this goes a long way to helping others find us, and it's a free way to support. Have you heard about our upcoming Earth Day Mind Body Spirit Festival? Saturday, April 23rd from 10 until 6 p.m., we will have music, art, health and wellness classes, yoga, qigong, food, and vendor booths. We will have activities for all ages. We are accepting applications until midnight, April 9th. Details can be found on our website. Are you interested in supporting our mission towards growing our wellness community? Please visit our donate page for the many ways that you can help. All right, let's get started. All right, I am so excited to be able to meet with you guys today. So today I have Michiana VegFest, and here with me is Katherine Perry, Jean Blad, and Karen Summers. And we're going to just talk about how Michiana VegFest came to be, your story, and see where this leads us. I'm just really excited about everything that you guys have done in the community and what you guys have coming up. And I think that you have a great story of being able to build a community here in Michiana and let's uh let's get started. Hello everybody. Hello. Hi. <laughs> All right. So let's begin with um so whose idea was it to start Michiana VegFest? I suppose I'll take credit for that. This is Karen. Um I had just transitioned to a vegetarian, not quite a vegan lifestyle and I wanted to meet additional folks who were on a plant-based journey and I had connected with Catherine at that time and a few other folks in the community and I was just so intrigued and excited about this new world that I was experiencing and I attended uh, a veg fest actually in Grand Rapids and I came back afterwards and just said to Catherine and a few other folks that I was regularly meeting with and said, we can do that. We can do this in Michiana. That's what you know, we want to do. We wanna find ways to educate and interact with those who are curious and interested. And you already knew Catherine, like previously? I did not. It's I had just started asking people, you know, who did they know any vegans? And <laughs> along the way, someone said, you need to contact Catherine Perry, along with a couple other names. And that's when I reached out to Catherine and we met for lunch. And um, I'm happy to say we've become friends as well as colleagues with regards to Michiana VegFest. That's Exciting. true. Without Karen, this wouldn't have happened. Uh, this is Catherine speaking, and um, when I met Karen, I had been a vegan for several years, and I wanted to build community. I felt together we're stronger, we can support each other, and so I, I joined the Facebook group um, Veg Michiana, and eventually became an administrator of the group, 
and decided to organize outings. And then I purchased a membership on meetup.com and got some other people through that means. And we would go to restaurants to show that we exist and to encourage restaurants to provide more plant-based meals. And it, it's a win-win, it's a win for everyone. And then I got even bolder and started organizing monthly film evenings at my house. So I'd invite about 500 people all at once and about typically 10 to 12 people would come. And Karen and Jean both came to one of my evenings or more, more yes. than one. So I would show a movie that was either a documentary or a feature film that had some content uh, that coincided or, or worked with our uh, outlook. And uh, we would discuss the film after having vegan snacks and drinks, and it was a very friendly uh, kind of encounter and building community. Unfortunately, with COVID, I had to stop, and I haven't had anybody home yet. So going back to the beginning, what year was this that, Karen, that you had first came with the idea of, let's do this? Was that 2017 or? Yes, 20, it, it was, was 20, summer tw 2017. Um, when we all first started talking, and then it was the following year. Uh, no, it was that fall of October when we decided that we were going to um, seriously put together a veg fest, and we started um, uh, in inviting other people that we thought would help us do that. And then our first fit veg fest was actually held in April of 2018. No, March, end of March. In March? Oh, God. And actually, we had been planning for October originally, but then Notre Dame came on board as a major sponsor and offered us a venue. and But they said they wanted it to coincide with um, National Nutrition Month, I exactly, believe. Exactly, which is March. So yeah. Oh, thank you for the correction, to, Catherine. We had to organize everything under incredible pressure, but it worked really well. We had a very dynamic team. And a very dynamic event, I might add. Um, we were expecting about a thousand people. And at the most, yes. Yeah, at the most. And that was, I think, capacity at the facility was about 1,200. We had 2,000 people show up, and it was wall-to-wall -wall people. People had to wait outside or in, in the, the hallway, in the bitter cold, waiting for other mm -hmm. people to exit the event so that they could get in. Um, so it was just a fabulous um beginning to Michiana Veg Fest and we haven't really deterred from the model that we use. We felt it was important to have chef demonstrations, vendors who offered vegan products, and then also presenters, national presenters that uh, would help educate and you know clearly show that this isn't just a flash in the pan. It's really you know lifestyle um, concern for the planet and also for the animals. That is a fabulous story and what a great story of success. I mean, I was out of town that weekend and it was on my lineup. If I was in town, I was going to be there and I, and I had plenty of friends who talked about the stories of waiting outside and <laughs> trying to get through and what an amazing success that it was. And I also remember back at that time, Restaurants in the community, it was really difficult. And if you wanted to have something more than a salad, it was really difficult to find something that a vegan can eat. And you guys have done a tremendous job with the restaurant groups that you've done. I mean, I noticed within, I would say by the following year, the majority of the restaurants that I would travel to would at least have three to four vegan options after that. And I know that it came from just making sure that that demand was there by going out and making it happen. And I am truly appreciative of the work that you guys have done to do that. Um, it's you. been remarkable. It really has just to make that presence aware in the community. 
Thank you so much and, for saying that because yes. when I first became vegan then, you know, it was really discouraging. Um, and to be honest, it still sometimes is. So I, I hope restaurants will continue to realize and recognize that I think 22% of the population is vegan now and that we want more than, or maybe vegetarian, vegetarian slash means. vegan. Uh, you know, we, we want to spend our money going out just like anybody else, yet we want good food, food that tastes good, looks good, smells good. And, and very often those meals for vegetarian or vegans can be prepared with what the restaurants already have in the kitchen. It just takes a little mindfulness or thoughtfulness to do an alternative for, for vegan options. So, um, you know, we're, we're our, some of our board members are working uh, hard with making that. Um, one of them has volunteered to go into the kitchen and show the chefs how easy it would be to make a vegan option based on what they're already offering rather than having to oh, order things that maybe they think will sit there and not be consumed. So, um, you know, it's an education on, on many levels for the community. Absolutely. And I think that more and more people are just becoming aware of the impact that it has on the world at large with the farming and everything else that happens and how the alternative to plant-based food makes such a tremendous difference on this beautiful, great planet that we have. Um, and I've been really excited just with, you know, like the Beyond Meat options and more things coming, becoming available um, for more people who traditionally have eaten meat to have an alternative of something that tastes like a burger or a sausage or something that they're familiar with. And I think that that makes that transition for them a little easier um, than those of us who have done it, you know, the majority of our lives. Um, team, back in 2018, with the, how many vendors did you have at that time? And how has that changed over time? I am going to, correct me if I'm wrong, Catherine, I think we had about 50 vendors at that event. And then when we did our second Veg Fest, it was almost up to 100 vendors. Yes, and somewhere between 50 and 60 the first year, and then close to 100 in 2019. And actually, speaking of venues, we had to move our Veg Fest to Century Center because there wasn't enough room at Notre Dame unfortunately, but it was wonderful to hold it at Century Center because that day was terrible weather. It even snowed at the end. This was April 2019, and we were nice and snug uh, inside the Century Center, and there was lots of room to walk around and see all the vendors, listen to the speakers. Uh, Participate in the chef demonstrations yes. and the sampling. Yeah, the chefs always bring food that they're going to demonstrate so that people can taste it. And that's free. Our event is free because we want to draw people from everywhere in the community. And Century Center is a great location. It's right in the middle of town. People can walk to it easily and people can park. Since we hold the event on a Sunday, all parking is free. So everybody can come and park easily and, and right. enjoy the several hours of our Veg Fest. The yeah. next one will be, uh, what will it, 11 to 5, so six hours long. Yeah. Right. And there, the one thing we didn't mention is we always have a, a kids section too, so activities for the kids uh, where they can maybe learn how easy it is to make plant-based milks or make smoothies and um, have some animals there for the kids to also uh, pet and handle and you know again we want to educate the children as mm -hmm. well as anyone else who's interested but back to your original question about what kind of vendors were there yes. uh, we had restaurants and chefs uh, that would actually make things and sample again at their at their booths. Um, we had different environmental groups that would be there, animal sanctuaries, uh, clothing vendors, uh, essential, essential oils. oils, yoga, uh, yoga, massage, um, yeah. 
Yeah, just a wide, anything that was really related to health and wellness, environment, and or uh, animal. Uh, yeah, and we had several vendors from Chicago, which was really fun. Um, and, and one was the kale chip guy, and that's all they do is make kale chips. And they were very popular. Good kale chips. Yes, I very good. Yeah, very tasty. Yeah. Um, and then it was, um, a, it's not cheese something, but it's a name similar to that. Um, that's a vegan cheese option that you know you squeeze. And, and uh, that was one of the first products that I had ever seen that was a cheese uh, replacement. And um, that was very popular also So from Chicago. So it's fun to have them. And it's fun to know that people in Chicago are interested in coming to South Bend to share their products. So uh, we, were, we were very surprised to get some support out of the Chicago area. So um, it just shows you how widespread the interest is. And actually, we had a vendor, I think our furthest vendor was from New Jersey. Yes, yes he was a clothing vendor and yes. he had t-shirts and things. And he, he, he makes a, a business of traveling from VegFest to VegFest. And that's fine with us. It's wonderful to have somebody who is promoting, you know, organic cotton t-shirts, high quality, but not too expensive. And we also had a vendor from Wisconsin who was selling, you know, beauty products. But we really focus on first and foremost on vendors in the local area. We want to give them a space to showcase their products and their food and also have people learn about them and just build, continue to build community that way. That community piece is so important, especially for those who want to make a difference in their lifestyle and they just don't know how. Do you guys have like any advice, like for somebody who just wants to transition from eating meat, um, whether it's you know for health reasons or maybe they just, their awareness of the effects that it has on our resources um, and animals just want to make those changes for themselves. What do you suggest that they do to to start to begin to to make that, those implementations made? Well, one way would be to visit our website, NishianaVegFest.org. Um, there are resources listed, um, uh, both books. There are um, archived newsletters. Um, every newsletter has a yoga pose. It has a story of a journey. Someone who has transitioned from traditional eating to plant-based eating. Um, there's often a dietitian's um, perspective on your health and and what you're consuming. So that's a resource certainly, and there are links to. Um, uh, chefs and, and recipes and so that's a good place to start um, what else can we suggest there are, of course there are places uh, restaurants in the community and and anybody can google it and of course the library is a wonderful resource for uh, vegan cookbooks and stories about um, how to, to become a plant-based um, Yes, and our demos, our chef demos, are designed to be simple and encouraging right. and delicious at the right. same time. So people who come to VegFest can learn how to make something delicious and easy. Um, because I know myself, I had to learn through trial and error. I mean, not error in the sense that I went back to eating meat, but error in the sense of maybe not cooking it, you know, as nice very tastefully as I, right <laughs> exactly <laughs> few dishes have but been tossed along the way you know before i became vegan uh, people would say oh you can eat anything but animals and i said that's easy to say but then when i became vegan i understood there's just so much out there and people are used to maybe a very simple organization over the week um, so they don't look into other possibilities of grains and legumes and you know lentils and beans and there are, and and of course nuts some people have allergies but nuts are a great resource and usually what people say is where do you get your protein the other day there was an ad on cnn i was watching cnn there was an ad for pistachios and it said natural protein this yes. is a plant-based protein, and they were advertising it as such. I thought that was really cool. 
And I come from a health education background, yes. so I'd really encourage, you know, if you want to do that, you know, there are so many wonderful resources online in addition to our website. But I do want people to, you know, know where they're going to get their protein, um, you know, and all their other essential vitamins and amino acids and all the things that we do need. Because if you're not getting all of those, then you're not going to be successful and you're going to think, oh, that's impossible. It can't be done. So, again, you know, that's another component of Michiana VegFest, what we call VegEDU. And we actually go out into uh, different segments of the community that are at risk with regards to their health and do our best to educate and demonstrate and help them learn uh, what it is they need to take care of in the process to make the transition to plant-based eating. I love that. And I will say that being a recipient recipient of your newsletter, I do look forward to the recipes that are in there. Um, I think that's probably our most favorite or highly read <laughs> item. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love the recipes. And I, I'm just going to jump in on sure. the protein side of thing. Most of us consume two to three times the amount of protein that we need. So that's the first you know myth that I think has to be busted. Um, and so we, you don't have to eat meat three times a day. Uh, you know, we're going to find proteins, uh, oftentimes even in our greens and so on and so forth. And Catherine mentioned, you know, grains, whole grains are just a wonderful resource of protein as well. That, you know, beans, legumes, um, you just want to know what you're doing and how to do it and how much you need. Uh, you know, as a society, we overconsume anyway. And, you know, it's a great way then to learn really what it is that our bodies, minds, spirits, you know, actually need in order to be healthy. That is a great point. I will say that quinoa is probably my favorite because of the superfood. It has the iron and the protein and everything in it that is just extra. Which and it's so easy to combine with other things. So, so easy to yes. combine. It's like my rice replacement mm -hmm. for yeah. all those things. Well, and yeah. soy, you know, yeah. soy I think has uh, gotten a bad rap over the years um, and concerns about cancer and so on and so forth. The amount of soy that you would have to consume in a day repeatedly for months and months and months. So again, just understanding that soy is one of the most perfect foods with, you know, all the essential amino acids that, that we need. Um, so it, it's, you know, it, it takes some effort, you know, to educate yourself, but it, it's a beautiful, wonderful journey with just amazing results. I'm glad that you mentioned soy because I do know, I mean, I know several people who don't eat soy for those very reasons. Mm -hmm. So being able to understand it, and it made me question, like, what's wrong with soy? So I'm glad that you hit on that because mm -hmm. I think that there, there's just a lot of confusion around soy. So I, I appreciate you mentioning that. Yeah. So I'm not that I want to take your steam, but we talked about this a little bit before, you know, uh, what are the benefits of going to plant-based eating? do you feel different um so Catherine, why don't you answer that question oh my gosh <laughs> i love it I well love it. we're talking to conscious michiana so i have to say that when i made the transition i suddenly found myself feeling in my integrity fully for the first time ever mm. because i did it for reasons of you know i i was very interested in peace studies and um, I suddenly realized I have all this violence on my plate. What am I doing? I am not congruent with my ideals and aspirations. So um, that was the first thing, feeling really in my integrity. And that's a wonderful feeling. And then um, I think, you know, I've hardly been sick ever since I've started eating plant-based. Mm -hmm. That's a wonderful testament. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it can happen that I will get a cold maybe once every two years, mm -hmm. if that. Well, and uh, if you think about it, much of what most people know about 
what to eat and how to eat is the product of what we're shown on television or hear on the radio or see in the movies. So we aren't really educated. We are um, propagandized a little bit. Uh, you know, McDonald's is going to tell you how wonderful they are, for sure. So when you actually get into looking at what is healthy and, and why you, know, you should be eating differently, and it's you know it's a revelation to many people and then the other thing of course is the quantities you know if, if you go back 30 or 40 years and look at the size of a dinner plate or a serving at a restaurant it's considerably different than what you get now you know we get so much more food now and we you know so that just encourages us to um, form bad habits which we just pick up naturally so um, this is kind of a little bit of a reality check I think to think about what you're eating and why you're eating it as opposed to what what is handed to you by the um, commercials and whatever and family tradition you know, I grew up yes. in a heavy <clears throat> meat eating family and um, I, I remember the the journey started for me when I watched the film Food Inc mm. and I started mm. thinking what am I eating, really? Mm -hmm. And that's how it all started mm -hmm. from there. Yeah. And eventually brought me to being vegan. And that's another resource. There are some amazing films yes. out there. And, uh, many, I, many are listed on our, our website. website. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's a really a great, wonderful place to start the journey. What the Health, right. I think, is another health, big yes. one yeah. that a lot of people start with. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'll just share that um, I transitioned because of health. My family is riddled with heart disease, um, and I started having high blood pressure, and I you know, wanted to uh, not go down that same path. Mm -hmm. uh, so I started the journey. The first thing when I did it, I, and I didn't even notice I'm a long-distance hiker, and all of a sudden I was up towards the front of the hikers instead of in the middle and I didn't notice it you know I'm just out there doing my thing and people kept coming up to me saying what has gotten into you <laughs> and it's like oh my gosh you know the energy that I have had dramatically changed mm -hmm. in addition to right. you know lowering your cholesterol levels and blood pressure and so on and so forth mm -hmm. um, so you know, I encourage people just to enjoy the benefits and feeling better, not being mm -hmm. sick. So clearly, I think research shows that, you know, from a health perspective, it's a very smart thing to do. What about you, Jean? What has your journey been? Well, I've known Karen for quite some time, um, even before she started her journey, I think I knew. But as she, she's not... Um, she just talked about what she was doing. She never, you know, tried to, and she certainly encouraged me, but she never mentioned that I should change or think about changing. It was always my decision. Um, but the more you talk with people about what they do, and then they, t they share things that they know from what they do. She was um, head of the Dean Ornish program at two of their local healthcare facilities in the community. And so she kept talking about that, and now I had issues with, um, family history, um, some uh, high blood pressure, um, high cholesterol, and she was talking about these. And I thought, well, I could look at it, you know, I could see, you know, maybe I could do some of it, you know. So I kind of eased into it that way, probably backwards and slowly, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but the thing was, once I started doing it, um, and reduced, you know, first, you know, you like you give up or maybe red meat and you just go to chicken and fish and then you kind of get away from that. And I stopped having indigestion. My cholesterol is much better. Um, and so is my blood pressure and I'm currently not on medicine. So, um, you know, uh, I just been watching Karen's example and listening to the stories of the people that she was interacting with in her programs. And I thought, well, I could try that. You know, why can't I try that and see what it does for me? And it's been wonderful. And, and, and by osmosis almost, my son is now doing it. And he's working on his son. So, you know, so we're getting there. So I love that. I yeah. love that. I can say that for my, my journey, I had the advantage of having a mother who was a yogi. And so she was a yogi for a year or two before 
uh, she was pregnant with me. And so that was the lifestyle that she lived. Um, so she was vegetarian. And so I came into the world and 1971 and as as a vegetarian and at that time I will say that my my grandparents who on my father's side who um, you know Polish and Arabic background and you know they they the peer pressure just growing up as a child to oh don't you want a little taste of that don't you want to know what you're missing and just I mean it was really difficult it was really challenging for me growing up um, with that peer pressure from the family that I loved and wondering why I, I'm not eating that and um, and questioning that with, with my mom. And however, I'm really incredibly thankful for that lifestyle that she brought me into this world with because she was incredibly knowledgeable and continues to be about health and wellness and um, just proper eating. Um, she, because of, of the lack of knowledge at the time in the 70s, she did have me eat eggs. She didn't eat eggs, but she made sure I did because of not knowing how that protein was going to affect us. Um, but, you know, I mean, everything that we did was home-based, raw, from scratch. I remember one of my favorite activities as a child was we would cut down, like, um, the apples and do the dried apple rings and hang them up in the, in the, in the sunlight <laughs> and string them along. They were so tasty. Mm. Um, and, you know, she would, we'd make our own yogurt. I think she got the recipe from my great-grandmother, my grandfather, my Arabic great-grandmother. Um, and so we'd make our own homemade yogurt and... Um, it was just an amazing lifestyle to be able to start from my foundation. And I can say that through through the years, I mean, I have eaten meat and have not eaten meat, but my natural constitution is to not eat meat because that is my foundation. It doesn't make any difference to me if I, like, I don't have a, a, a I don't crave meat is what I guess I'm trying to say. Um, however... Just being able to, just the amount of goodness that can be made. I mean, one of my favorite things to make are um, veggie burgers and just the, the, the process of trying different ones, whether or not they're going to be like a, a sweet potato base or if it's going to be a black bean base or, you know, like how do I want to make that? And then the process of are they going to fry well or do I need to bake them because they tend to crumble a little bit. And just, just having fun with food and being able to figure out different ways of making things and just, it's all so delicious making, you know, it's like I've got extra kale. I can throw it in the oven, sprinkle it with a little olive oil and salt, and I've got my kale chips, and they're delicious. I will eat the whole thing, like, immediately. It'll just be, you know, <laughs> downed, you know, scarf it right up. Um, so I, I, I've, I really had the advantage of having that. And I really love hearing your stories of how this has come, you know, for each of you, because we each have our journey with, with this. You had mentioned, um, Jean, about um, the Ornish uh, Foundation, yes. and I know that um, Karen, so you said that about Karen, so will you, Karen, will you talk about that? Because I think that that's an important piece. Well, good, thank you, because I really want to promote uh, two of our sponsors, uh, but the Dr. Dean Ornish uh, spent 30 years of his life and is still continuing uh, researching right now, he's researching the connection between Alzheimer's and a plant-based diet, um, which, you know, we all are very interested in seeing how that turns out. <laughs> um, but he showed consistently across the country over the years that you can reverse heart disease with a low-fat plant-based diet. Uh, in addition to exercise and stress management and group support. So those were the four components of the program. Um, the program was started here in the South Bend uh, with Beacon. Oh, okay. uh, well, they started the program with Beacon, so we offered it at both Memorial Hospital and at Elkhart General. And Beacon continues to be a sponsor of Michiana VegFest, and they have provided our funds for the VegEDU component of uh, what Michiana VegFest does. Um, Beacon made the decision to disengage from the program, and fortunately, Goshen Hospital, Goshen Heart and Vascular Center, picked up the Ornish program. So it is still available in the community. And if anyone has had a heart event, 
uh, heart surgery, I would encourage you to contact Goshen Heart and Vascular Center and inquire about the Ornish program. Uh, it is insurance reimbursable and it, uh, to watch, Jean used to hear the stories that I would share of people who, you know, reverse their heart disease. I mean, it's just amazing. We get one of our first uh, participants, he was scheduled to have a heart transplant and he was just trying to do anything and everything before he had to have the transplant. So he was in our first Ornish program. And we were so afraid, to be honest, and he knows this, that he would die during the program. Oh. Um, and lo and behold, he got called to for his turn with the transplant, went down to Indy, and they did all the tests and said, you're no longer eligible. Your heart's improved. You're wow. okay to go. What an incredible story. So, wow. you know, that's just one of many stories that I, I could share about it. Um, incredible. Yeah. What a miracle. It, I mean, really. You know. A miracle so, just by using the right food and lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And it, and it is a combination of the food and the lifestyle. And I think that's a part of what we all experience in our journey, too, uh, is... Yeah, we make changes in what we eat, yeah. but it also alters how we think, how we feel, mm -hmm. uh, the decisions that we make, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and which is kind of what you attested to, Jamila, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other sponsor I'd like to promote is Martin's. They have been, Martin's Supermarkets, they have also been very supportive of us and uh, a main player in making Michiana Veg Fest available in our community. That's wonderful. Yes. That's wonderful. Speaking, oh, I one of the things that I noticed once I stopped eating meat, once I changed my diet, I had to pay attention to what I was eating. And this developed mindfulness in me, and it helped me become more mindful of many other things in my life. So I just wanted to contribute that, how it changes your life. Mm -hmm. when you make a change like that because it's quite um, fundamental. Mm -hmm. And then coming back to the Dean Ornish program, one of our board members at Michiana Veg Fest is a graduate. He lives close to Chicago and he's just an amazing example of health after having a massive heart attack a few years ago. When he was in his 40s. When he was in his 40s, yeah, wow. very young. And the program was not available in the Chicago area, so that's why he drove in its eight-week program, I think. A 12-week program. 12-week program. Every week he drove to South Bend to be part of the program because he wanted to not have another heart attack. And he announced recently that he is medicine-free and in wonderful shape. He exercises regularly. And he's still, yeah, hundred percent plant based, and you know he's just a wonderful success story, you know. So, and he's an ardent supporter of VegFest because he thinks it's so important to get the information out. And if anybody is interested, we have him on video telling his story yeah. on the website. And and his just physical transformation was also, you know, he was a big burly deer hunting um beer drinking um individual and <laughs> he is now this you know lean um very athletic athletic yeah, yeah he's a um, mountain biker yeah and yeah. uh runner and yeah just dramatic uh transformation in all aspects of his life and it's because he's so grateful for that program that he decided to join us and help us with Michiana Veg Fest. Yeah, he wants so to he tell his story. Mm -hmm. He wants to encourage others. Um, you know, because I think sometimes it's a little harder, and I don't mean to be sexist here, for men to think about living without meat than it might be for women. And so we love it when there are guys that are um, big proponents. Mm -hmm. It's been great to see, like, even weightlifters, you know, like, oh, yeah. you oh, know, like the stories that I've been seeing over time. Um, of weightlifters being plant-based and being able to promote that. Not anybody that I know individually, but, you know, people that I see or hear about in the media, I just think, I mean, we've just really come so far over, you know, the last several years. And especially in the last 
couple of years that you guys have really been spearheading this in the community. I mean, it's just been incredible. It's just been incredible. It's kind of like, you know, I mean, the the majority of my life I've gone, you know, as I've as I've talked to people, I mean, it's not uncommon to, to have them say, oh, you're a vegetarian? What do you eat? Do you just right. eat salads oh. all day? Like, yeah, I think it's sticks and twigs. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, yeah. so we've just come so far, and I'm just really excited about that. So, ladies, what do you have coming up that uh, you're most excited about? Well, we have... Uh, pushed back our veg fest from April uh, to October 23rd. It's a Sunday, and we couldn't be more pleased and excited to offer another veg fest. We're planning on holding it at Century Center again. Um, we did push it back due to consultation with our uh, main sponsors. Um, and their concern of, about COVID, of course, you know, the elephant in the room, um, and also, you know, staffing issues. And um, so we made that decision, and we'll be letting all of our vendors and uh, people that are signed up uh, to attend know that we're, we'll be there full force on October 23rd. How exciting. I know. Yeah. I'm excited about that. <laughs> For sure. We For have... Sure. You know, a wonderful array of speakers and chefs. I don't know. Uh, this is a chef people might want to go and take a look online, Chef AJ. Um, she has daily uh, cooking examples and everything, and she's going to be there virtually for us. Most of our other speakers and chefs will be live, or all of them will be at this point. So, again, that three-pronged approach to... Yes. Uh, educating and learning more uh, presenters chefs food demonstrations vendors uh, children's events and should be amazing and the whole first floor of the century center which we didn't have in 2019 this time we have the full floor so we have lots of space and okay. we have speakers uh, specifically who will talk about health and those who will talk about animals i think We'll have barn sanctuary there, and also about the environment. So different specialists who can talk about the different aspects of being plant-based. Mm. And it's triple win. Mm. Oh, Everything is so it. positive. Mm. <laughs> it's maybe hard to make the transition when you're you know, in the process, but once you're on the other side, it's just like learning how to jump in water. You know, you think you're very scared and then you do it and oh, it's not that difficult yeah. really, how fun. And so, um, yeah, so we're very mindful about addressing the three components of what it means to be plant-based. Good for the environment, good for animals, and good for your health. And there's, um, we're under some good information that Conscious Michiana is also going to be at Michiana yes, Veg Fest. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Totally. And we're very thrilled and happy and pleased. Absolutely. I'm super excited to, to be a part of that. Yeah. So let's see. In regard to, so the best way, so we've talked about the website, we've talked about the newsletter. And is there anything else as far as resources that you have that go out other than the things that have already been mentioned that people should be aware of? Well, our education, right. uh, VEGEDU, and we're getting ready to start again this summer uh, offering different chef demonstrations in, in small venues or outside. So I'd say stay tuned uh, as we get those put together. But Jean, right. you were going to say something. Um, VEGEDU has worked with several um, uh, groups affiliated with different um, congregations or churches within the community. And several of them have approached us and said, you know, we have some older population and we would like them to know more about, you know, eating a more plant-based or healthier diet. And if you come and do a demonstration and they can come to a familiar place and see it, it would be helpful. So we, we work with those. We're working with uh, Transition Ministries right now, um, just educating uh, families about, you know, uh, 
you know, this tastes good, you know, there's no reason you can't eat it, it's healthy, and it's easy to do. So if there are people who have, um, you know, interest in, in a group in their community, uh, we'd be more than happy to talk with them about doing a presentation for their group as well. So. That's fabulous. Education really is key. Mm -hmm. It really is key. It's not difficult at all. However, it's just a matter of being mindful and understanding just those little shifts that right. need to take Small place. Small changes just lead to bigger ones, and it's, it's fine. It's easy. Mm -hmm. And then we have begun partnering with uh, Elkhart Environmental uh, Fest, the EnviroFest, Enviro yeah. and we met with several of their leaders, and we're going to collaborate with them. We'll have a booth at their event in August. They'll have yes. a booth at our event in October. Right. So that and partnering with you with Conscious Michiana, of course, so we can reach a larger population through these partnerships. Mm -hmm. Collaboration is key. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And just to piggyback on what Jean was saying, if anyone is interested in you know, a presentation or a demonstration, uh, the easiest way to reach us is through info at michianavegfest.org. Um, or certainly they can reach out to Catherine Jean or myself. It's just our first names at michianavegfest.org. Uh, but go to our website, and there's an easy way to, you know, connect with mm -hmm. us. Perfect. Perfect. And we encourage everyone to sign up for our newsletter. It's a very oh, friendly yes. and upbeat newsletter. We send it out once a month, so people's mailboxes don't get totally flooded mm -hmm. with our information. We don't sell our uh, that to anybody else. And we yeah, also no. really try to have some kind of drawing or gift or something. Raffle. Yes. A uh, raffle each time, too. And, and usually at least two recipes for really interesting and delicious food. So uh, you know, it's an easy way to kind of get into the, the topic. And the raffles are fun, and those who win them are very happy. Yes. It's yes. just a little contribution from a vendor, mm -hmm. you know, and it highlights the vendor, and it brings something really positive to the winner. Great. Lydia's ready for some rapid-fire questions? Sure. What do you love most about VegFest, Michiana VegFest at large, and, and the community that you've established? The energy. Um, the place is just um, vibrating <laughs> uh, with excitement and amazement. Um, so it's just one of those days where you feel blessed to be alive. And my next question is, what would be three words that would describe how people feel after they've transitioned to a, ve a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle more energy um, they feel healthier um, you know digestive issues seem to go away they don't get colds as often um, and I think they feel less um, like they have a more benign impact on the environment because they have shifted the way they look at food and what they consume and how they do that so. thank you one word that I'd use is clear. Mm. You know, when we rid ourselves of, you know, all the toxins um, that we eat in our food, unfortunately, you know, there are lots of words that we can't pronounce. Um, you know, that has an effect on, on the body, mind, and spirit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, vegans and vegetarians actually eliminate more because they're constantly... Um, getting all that garbage out of the system. So to me, it's very clarifying in many yeah. ways. <laughs> yes, and to clarify even more, I would say Karen is talking about a whole foods plant-based diet, which is a healthy vegan diet, because there are also unhealthy vegans. Mm -hmm. They can eat all kinds of products that are- have, French fries yes, and exactly. double mac, you know, things that are like plant-based, but double mac, you know, the right. cheese and the french fries and all yeah. of the things, for but, sure. You're absolutely right. And I think becoming plant-based sort of leads you to, as I said, be more mindful and to choose food better, too. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. More mindfulness. It sure does. Mm -hmm. you, know, I, you know, 
Oreo cookies are good. They're vegan, but they're not healthy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I think it's just really fun to cook for others or, you know, come to VegFest and sample, you know, healthy foods. Um, well, some of the some foods that are at VegFest are also comfort foods. Yes, they are. <laughs> you know, like people like macaroni and cheese, and you can mm -hmm. do that vegan very well, and that mm -hmm. people discover that, oh, I can eat something I really enjoy, and it doesn't have to be animal-based. So it, it's nice. There are transition foods that help also. Yeah. When I was uh, with the Ornish program, I retired not too long ago. One of the things I'd play towards the end of the thing is, okay, you know, stump the director. You know, tell me your favorite food, and I'll tell you a way that you can make it. Uh, so that it's still going to taste good and, and satisfy you. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, there's pecan pie. You know, there's wonderful, I have two wonderful recipes for vegan pecan pie. Now, it's not something I would do every day from a health perspective, but, you know, if it's Christmas, I might make a, you know, vegan pecan pie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites is uh, chocolate pudding. With oh. avocados. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, I love yeah. that. It's yeah. so delicious. It's yeah. Just, mm. yeah. <laughs> I make a key lime mm. tart with uh, avocados. Yum. Yes. Yeah. And it's just delicious. Yep. That's... Lots of good food out mm -hmm. there. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. If someone was lacking confidence, this is my third rapid fire question. If someone was lacking confidence or just really uncomfortable about where to start, um, what as a first time person, like if I've never had any experience with this, um, what would be um, your suggestions for making that transition more enjoyable? Well, the obvious one would be to come to Michiana Veg Fest because you're, you know, you're going to have a lot of questions answered and just see that you're not alone. I think sometimes, you know, that's not much fun if you feel like you're the only one in your extended family that's kind of going down that journey. Then the second thing would be really to start, you know, using the internet and researching it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And join Veg Michiana, which is oh, a group perfect. on Facebook and Meetup. Right. So we support each other. And hopefully COVID is going to go away and we'll be able to get together more as a group, mm -hmm. you know, for informal events mm -hmm. where we support each other and eat good food. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be only once a year at VegFest. VegFest is like the culmination of all this energy in our group, mm -hmm. in our local group, and just making it very visible to, the, to everyone. Is there anything that we have not touched on that you want to make sure that is mentioned? Oh, I wanted to mention... Also, a good movie is Forks Over Knives. Oh, thank you. And that really addresses the health side of plant-based and with statistics and demonstrations, and that can be very inspiring for people. And Forks Over Knives is also an organization. Actually, our, our first event, we had a chef from Forks Over Knives. Yes, we did. Yes, and um, anyhow, it, it's a great organization that provides healthy recipes. You can sign up for their newsletter, and you can learn how to cook very healthy and with a lot of taste. Mm. Because that's what these organizations know, and we know that we have to reach people through, you know, their comfort food <laughs> mm -hmm. preferences or, you know, the family tradition that you can still eat some things that you like mm -hmm. but more healthy for you yeah i know my granddaughters were amazed when we made uh fudge sickles out of sweet potatoes and cocoa mm -hmm. and you know maple syrup we are down to our final countdown and of the time that we have available and so i just really wanted to in these last couple of moments just really thank you ladies so much for taking the time to be able to meet with me and to let Conscious Michiana know about the work that you're doing and your story. It's just really phenomenal. I feel really privileged and honored to be among you ladies and the great work that you've done here with us. Well, thank, thank you, you so Jim. much thank for having us. Thank you very much, yeah. Jamila. And we're delighted to collaborate with you. 
and to work with conscious Michiana more and more as time goes by. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That was such a fun interview. Are you hungry? I told you you would be. All of that delicious food that we talked about. I know I am hungry. One of the things that didn't get mentioned during this episode that is really important to make sure that I talk about is that Michiana VegFest is ran completely volunteer-based. And so each of the volunteers give their time and energy to be able to really help out uh, with VegFest as well as throughout the year with all of the things that need to be done. And also, uh, Michiana VegFest is a not-for-profit. And so you're able to make sure that you're, if you want to give and donate, or sponsor, it can be claimed on your tax return. So that's just also a really important piece to make sure that you are aware of. The music on this episode is by Samuel Nalangira from his CD titled Am Yingo, The Waves of the Lake. Samuel will be one of the various musicians that will be performing at the Earth Day Mind Body Spirit Festival, and I thought it would be a really great time to highlight him here. He's a fabulous musician. I will be sure to put all of the information about Michiana VegFest and Samuel uh, Nalangira's uh, on the episode page so that you know where to find the information for them both. So you can go out and check it out.
Bye. Uh-huh.